This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to the Church Boys Free Fall Q&A. Hey, it's Billy Hollowell here with the Church Boys Podcast, and I have actor Joseph Fines on the line. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks, Billy. Very well, and happy to be talking with you. So you've got to be, and I always, I love leading interviews with this question, because I know for a fact when you're promoting a film, it's chaos. I mean, you're, you're talking interview after interview after interview. Is that, is that exhausting for an actor? It, it is, but it's the big payoff um, after all the hard work. I mean, an actor's life is probably 90% disappointment. Things just <laughs> never work the way you want them to work. So, you know, it, it's both um, a, a blessing and an exhausting one. Exactly. But you ride with it because you're, you're, you know, you're happy. And if this, this movie, as I think it is, is, you know, it's a very powerful and very pertinent, especially this time of year, Lent and Easter. And there's huge message, messages for, for believers and non-believers alike. And so I'm, I'm proud to, to sort of be a part on, on serving that up. Well, I love it. And, and obviously the film that we're here to talk about is Risen, which we've covered quite a bit on The Blaze. And um, Rich Peluso came on the show a while back and we talked about the finer elements of the film. And I'm excited to chat with you about it. But I guess just sort of diving into a film like this, I mean, you've done so many projects, a really an eclectic career. Is there ever, you know, when it comes to making films about faith, you know, there's faith-based films, there's films about faith, and there are differences between how people see those types of films. But for you as an actor, are there different sorts of preparations that go into sort of the decision-making of, okay, I'm going to do a film like Risen? I guess the question is, are there certain types of um, considerations that you make uh, on faith films that might be different from other films when you're considering a role? I, I wish I did. You can see probably from my resume that it is eclectic, but it, there's no design to it. I'm, I'm kind of moved by my heart and gut, um, and um, that can take me anywhere, and, and sometimes there are bold moves involved, but there's no... I don't sit down and try to orchestrate a career. I'm not really conscious or ambitious in that regard, but I, I just love responding to material. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, it, more often than not, the material that I respond to seems to be set in another time and a, a different period. Um, but I still look at those as deeply modern movies. Um, and they're really about character and narrative um, and the human condition. But um, it, it just, it, it's just got to speak to me. If, if I'm moved and if I just am riveted and can't put the script down, um, it, it, it's normally a good sign. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, and then the last question about that, because I'm fascinated by how actors choose roles. You know, are there certain roles that you just are not attracted to at all that, that you know, maybe themes where you're sort of like, you know what, I don't want to put my, my name or my likeness on that subject matter? Um, yes, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, for, obviously, to, to entertain and, and inspire myself and, and viewers at the same time. So as I get older, I'm more in tune with sort of more positive narratives. Um, but I'm also an actor that comes from theatre, and my, my film work is by virtue of my theatre work. And in the theatre, you get to really, you know, um, get into characters in a way where you're less limited. In film, you're slightly pigeonholed, because if, you, if you're a success in one area, it's very difficult to to break away because people are, are kind of happy and feel safe if, if you're sort of you're pigeonholed. And, and so I guess if anything, my, my sense is to, to fight that and to enjoy creative freedoms 
and to to do different characters and to to explore my sort of artistic rights, if you want, um, without being pigeonholed. So that that really comes from my my life in the theater. Well, I love it. And I think the interesting thing about Risen is the film, I think for people who know nothing about it, especially Christians, who, who can get worked up sometimes about projects that anytime fiction, historical fiction works its way in, people get nervous. But what is fascinating about Risen is everybody you talk to who has seen this film, who is a Christian, will say it's a, an amazing film. It, it, they love it. So you know, I wanted to ask you, sort of going into this project, which I think is is a great idea and it's a great plot. Um, after you filmed it, was there anything for you that you sort of learned that was new about Jesus or the Bible or anything that maybe was reinforced as part of that experience of, of playing this unique role? Well, it's a hugely arresting story and arrested me from a very young age and continues to do so um, at the age of 45. Um, and, and, I, and I hope that other people feel the same way and there's huge values to take from it. Um, and in our film, if you're a believer, you, you come away with a conversation of faith. And if you're a non-believer, you can understand at least the value of redemption and second chances. But for me, I, I think, although as an actor, I... I I built a character that was as far removed from me as possible that went on this journey. Um, I privately do take away from the film the, the the continued conversation, really, with myself on on faith and, and what that means. In our movie, we have a Roman military tribune who's um, who gets to witness the resurrection firsthand, and and we see the struggle with with that awesome event, with him and his conditioning and, and how he is he is sort of deconditioning himself in order to take on the, the, the sort of awe of, 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 of that uh, irrevocable witnessing. And, and I guess in many ways he, he could be an everyman for all of us. I, I think it's safe to say that quite a few of us suffer from doubt and our faith shifts in and out of focus. And I think the movie proves that, that maybe one has to tune out of the, the sort of intellectual noise and, and tune into faith and tune into the greater consciousness. And, and that's the sort of journey this man goes on. And for you, you know, not to throw you on, put you on the spot here, what's sort of your personal faith background and where you kind of are now? And did the film change that at all? It sounds like it got you thinking more. Uh, it did, Billy. I don't want to bore the socks off you about my own um, personal sort of thoughts on this. But... Um, uh, you know, I, I, I was uh, raised in, into a, a, a fairly sort of um, uh, vibrant discussion on religion and faith, and, and that, that was a blessing to me. Um, but my, you know, it, it, it comes in and out of focus, but I, I feel my faith is sharper now than it ever was. And I, I don't know, that's maybe why I'm attracted to films of this intelligent and uh, intelligence and perspective. Okay, so the last question for you, because I know you have a, you have a million interviews to do oh, here. Right. Okay. Um, and this is a lighter-hearted question. I don't know if you have anything to share, but were there any set experiences, any cool things that happened, fun stories from the set that, that you'd want to share? Well, um, you know, the, the, the big quandary I'm left with um, is how did the Romans take over great swathes of uh, Europe and parts of the world in sandals? Um, maybe someone can help me out that, because I, I, I just don't understand it. I couldn't, I could barely do it for three months while filming. Um, but uh, funny takeaway stories, um, I was doing a very intense scene. And I was very much in the moment, and suddenly I heard cut, and I heard all this kerfuffle and noise by the 
by the uh, the monitors on the other side of the set, and I thought, what is going on? Who's interrupting all this? And uh, it happened that my wife had mistaken me for Tom Felton. She crept up behind Tom. All she saw was this Roman <laughs> tunic and a, and a man standing looking at this monitor, and she crept up and gave him an enormous pinch on the ass. <laughs> and he yelped, and then she yelped, and then everyone yelped. And uh, so that's, that's the, the funniest story that happened. Thus far. <laughs> that is great. And I, and I lied. I have one more. I have one more quick question for you. But that is great. And now I don't even want to a- ask my other more serious question after that because that is a wonderful story. But um, I guess, you know, in talking about how it got you thinking, were there other people on the set? I mean, it's, I would imagine it's hard not to be impacted by, again, you have you have historical kind of fiction here, but it's hard to not be impacted by that. Did you notice other people on the set who also were, it was sparking thoughts or feelings about these these grander themes in life? Um, yes, I think people were affected. It, you know, even in the character, um, that, and I throw myself as, as uh, headlong as I can into characters, but even when I rode up at the beginning of the movie to where Cliff Curtis, who plays Christ, is a wonderful piece of casting in the fact that he's not blonde and blue-eyed and is um, very Middle Eastern-looking, and to boot, he's an amazing, connected actor. But when I rode up and saw him on the cross, you know, it's it, it's a very, very powerful and emotional feeling, even that went against what my character should be feeling, but somewhere deep inside of me, I was deeply affected by that. But I know that all the guys that played the disciples and and um, and Cliff, they, they they had a joy about them. They were so connected, and for the three months, there was this merry band that were kind of um, just so so alive and in touch, and and felt so happy to be involved in this um, narrative. And it really rubbed off on them. They had a very unique relationship, so it was get it was great with the second part of the movie where I get to sort of go on a trip with them through the desert because they had been this sort of lonely. Roman up until that moment, so it was great to share the joy with them finally. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking the time, and we'll make sure we uh, get the word out about Risen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Billy. Good luck on the rest of your interview trail. Thank you.